You're listening to The Recess Podcast. Today on the show, we are talking about Squid Game. Hey, I'm Kessel. And I'm Surin. Today on the show, we have Daniel with us. You might remember him from a previous Recess episode, The Men Behind the Mockumentary. But this week, he is hanging up that artist's mantle. He is coming back as a friend and movie buff. Hi, Daniel. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Yup, yup. A fellow fan of the series here. So yeah, today we will be critics of us. I know, right? And people are going to come and like, oh, you don't deserve to talk about the movie. Uh, We are here to talk about Squid Game, the first Korean drama to top number one on Netflix in the US. Um, And for people in the back who hasn't heard about or watched the show, Squid Game is a survival drama and I'm quoting Mashable Media's article, A Pastel Nightmare. It revolves around 456 people who are deeply in debt, risking their lives to play traditional South Korean games, all to win 45.6 billion won. And I think that's about 160 billion ringgit. But first thing first, what do you guys think about the show? Daniel, let's let's start with you. Oh, I really loved it. I'm not someone who watches a lot of Korean dramas. Uh, but so so when I was browsing on Netflix, I saw like you know this show Squid Game, and I thought, oh, why the yeah. title so lame? Uh? <laughs> uh, so so I didn't really care to watch. Then I just saw the trailer, and oh, it's so interesting. And then I saw it's like number one on Netflix, and FOMO, uh, you know, fear of missing out. So I I just had to watch uh, and I was hooked all the way in, like one episode, two episode. Okay, I need to stop. Then I cannot have to watch on, and I kind of like finish it in I think a couple of days. What about you, Sulin? Uh, okay, so those who may know, I really, really don't like horror movies. Like on the things on the list of things I don't like, right? It's injections followed by horror movies and anything with gore, essentially, right? So this is a very bad series for me. But unfortunately, FOMO, have to watch because you have to be able to talk about it like now. Um, I don't like gore. So I had a very difficult time. It was a very torturous nine hours. It felt like, uh, what, 15 years or something. So if you don't like gore, here is a gore warning. If you don't like spoilers, <laughs> here's a spoiler warning as well for all of you. But yeah, uh, I'm, I think I'm on the opposite camp from Daniel. He, he loved it. I, 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 I wouldn't go as far as to say I hate it, but I really, really did not enjoy myself. Really? You know what? Uh, so I'm the kind of person who don't like to follow the crowd. Like if everyone is like buying this thing, I don't buy it. If everyone is talking about this drama, I don't watch it. I feel like I'm just this kind of person. But then when Squid Game came around, I'm like, you know what? Maybe let me catch the wave this time. Like I want to be able to talk about it with my friends when we go out for dinner because right now um, the rules are more relaxed for double dose people who are doubly, uh, double with double vaccinations. So I actually watched until like 4.30 in the morning. I watched the first seven episodes and then the eight and nine, I watched it the next day. Uh, and then I feel like it's very thrilling. Like it just, it's like a COVID-free thrill. You just watch it from your couch and then it's like so entertaining. Like the colors, the set design, the song. I, I'm rating this like 9, 10 and we haven't even got to our favorite part. Um, but the song is actually composed by the same, um, same art person who also made the uh, audio design for Parasite so it's really good like with every oh. scenes and all I think that's very interesting and yeah I, I I like it but let's talk about our favorite scenes who wants to go first Daniel 
Um, special guest first. <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe um, not just the, the scenes in particular, but I want to also share what I like about it. Uh, I, I like how the characters, they're all very fleshed out. Uh, the... The, the structure of the story is very well told. Uh, if you notice, the games are actually very simple. And there are a lot of people who are saying, actually, this show is like a copy. There are a lot of other series which have done this concept, uh, especially from Japan. Uh, but what I find that's different is that uh, those series tend to focus a lot on very cool and interesting, uh, very crazy games. But these are actually the games are super simple, very childhood games. But because they have such strong characters, that they really flash out, you feel for them, their motivation, what goes on in, in their lives. So it, it works, it really works. I think it was very, very brave of them to do the whole part where, you know, they entered the game and then they played the first game and then they all said, uh, we want to quit. Half of them said they want to quit, half of them say no. And I thought, yeah, then they took a vote and I thought, okay, sure, cliche, lah, sure, you know, the last word, then, oh, they have to continue. But they, they actually stopped the game. And then I thought, okay, lah, sure, some twist happened. The evil boss is going to force her to continue. But no, they really all got to live and go back to their normal life. So at app two, I was thinking, okay, they just waste my time. Like, we are back at school. No, but one. also what's funny is that you said the last vote was actually held by player one. who yes. And we already said, spoilers, right? Uh, player one is actually the mastermind. And then he actually... And at the last episode, he talked about how, you know, these people come back voluntarily. And you want to continue with that because they realize that when they go out in the world, like their life is still as depressing. Why not? I just go back into the game and it's as depressing as well. And I stand a chance to win this money to turn my life around. See, I would argue that it's not voluntary, right? I really had a problem with them saying it's voluntary. It's an illusion of choice. And I have a, I have a problem with people pretending you know, like he's saying that, oh, I'm giving you the freedom of choice. But if you think about it, these people don't really have a choice. You purposefully went and went out and sought desperate people. You went to people who were who had no other choice already, right? So you, at that moment, you cannot really say these people are, are acting of free will. At that point, I, I have an issue saying that this is free will because I don't think it is. You went to desperate people knowing that they would do anything for the money. And I disagree. I know the concept is that, but the execution, come on, you were saying it, but you're not actually doing it. So I don't agree with that part. I, yeah, you can see I don't like this movie. <laughs> but at the end, it's also like a game for the v VIPs, right? Which, Which I, think I have also a problem with, by the way. Horrible. Not good actors. <laughs> you have to it's agree so with me, right, Daniel? Like, yeah, yeah, I feel yeah, like, like when they like came how... in, I'm like, uh, like the from 9 to like 6.5 kind of feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't help that the actors were really terrible like, for those VIPs. <laughs> like really picked from the roadside one. The dialogue was so terrible for them. They go and find the few more they can find in Korea at this time in COVID. They cannot bring in anymore, right? Whoever <laughs> yeah, is left yeah. in Korea, ah, why for yeah, some Just go us? some random restaurant and pick them. <laughs> but but yeah, yeah, I, I feel it was very well structured la, and very unconventional in that sense where they did not just jump into the games, but they took time to build up how desperate these people were. Yes, yes. And the scene where um, the main character and the friends, they were entering into the van, like how they switched between the scenes and then the music, it was like, wow, really hit me on the spot. But my favorite episode is actually number six when it was, the title was Ganbu. It means like mm. your best friend and the one that you trust. They yes. say that this was the episode that they put the most effort in it because the set, the structures, the sunset and all. And it's just, yeah, I think it's very 
like it hit me on the like on the point because the player one and the main character Gihun they were like making pinky promise like you are my ganbu and we I trust you and then the next second the narr- they just announced that you have to take each other's marbles and then the, the one has to be killed so wow, it's just like so like his face just changed instantly and you can see the emotions and with the music wow very gang. And of course, the conversation between the two girls where the the South Korean gave like chance, a living chance to the North Korean defector just because she felt like she had a life worth living when she walked out of this game to rescue her mother or to like check out Maldives. So yeah, that, that was quite good. Mm, so that's mm. that's your favorite episode, right, Castle? But yeah, to me, that's six. my least favorite episode. Uh, honestly, oh. I don't like all the episodes. To be fair, <gasps> but I hated that episode. Yeah, okay? I hated. Let me kick you out of this show. <laughs> hey, you are here for critics, okay? <laughs> okay if you don't okay, have someone okay. that hates the movie, then you are all just praising and sucking up to Squid Game. But I am not. Okay, I'm gonna call it out for what it is. I hated that scene. Because Why? of betrayal, okay? The bad guy, go and trick Ali and take his oh, marbles. And so I am sad. not forgiving of that, okay? I was oh. angry. I am hurt. <laughs> I really believed him for once. Because he was so sincere. Then, wow. Turn up. Okay, Ali was the thing like, is, so Ali is a good guy. You killing him shows that, okay, I understand the, the, the writers are trying to like, you know, show bad things happening and the reality of the situation. But I was so angry because Ali was a good person. He saved the main character in the first episode and now you come and kill him. I am furious. I am angry and I want to hate watch. And I, that's what I did. No, but I think this is what I learned from the show as well. Like um, these people, people like Ali, they have suffered like unequal treatments outside like there was a scene where his boss doesn't want to pay him so they say like the idea of this game is for these people who suffered this uh, unequal treatments and discrimination to come into the game and have a fair chance of playing so I feel it's like it really helped me to learn that it made me learn that um, you can really trust people like even though you come into the game and they are so sincere like let's do this together we are friends but in the end you just get betrayed and it really shows the dark side of human nature where people deceive each other to to survive and i actually read an article a chinese article about this show it says that people don't believe each other because that person is worthy of your trust but it's because if they don't believe they will be alone and helpless and the same goes for uh, when gihun asked the girl um, i forgot what's her name but she was a model in south korea uh, to join their team like she was hesitating, like, why me? But I think it's like, if I don't join your team, then I'm alone and I'm kind of helpless. But w- what do you guys learn from this drama? I, mm, I, I think it just shows like, uh, I guess the game is a metaphor for society in general oh, because yes. they, they kept saying like, you know, uh, let's just try our luck in this game. Even though we might die, but how are things different out there? It's, it's worse and, and you don't believe them, but when you look at their lives, oh, it is kind of bad. They're all like on the verge of dying or poverty. Yeah, or, or they'll be chased down by loan sharks or gangsters or whatever. So, so yeah, I, I feel like uh, that's, that's just society, that's people in general. When you place a group of people together in a place, even if they're all fighting for the same goal or they should be working together in some way, they will turn against each other. Like like we saw a, a group form, the gangster group, and they started like beating each other up over food. So it, it's just sad. It's or like in the Takawa's episode, she he just left, leave out the girl because the girl is weaker. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I was so upset that they... Because when they said they're going to leave the girls out, I thought, okay, maybe they'll make the game something where girls will excel. Maybe it's Lompat right. Ali or something. Okay. And it turned out be thought of more like, oh no, they were vindicated. The guys really did have an advantage. I felt like, oh man. But but yeah, yeah, I guess the moral came through in that where the, the old man gave them a strategy. Even yeah, I think that's beaten. one of my favorite scenes too. Yeah. yeah. Like, because in the beginning, I was doubting like, something wrong with the player one, but I don't want to make my assumptions too quickly because it shouldn't be shown too obviously, right? Like, he's the mastermind. But during the episode, I'm like, hmm, the prep, the pep talk he gave to this like younger people, it's like, makes him feel like he really know the game really well. And yeah, it also show that teamwork over, you know, strength and, it was so amazing like how they moved three steps ahead and then they won like what's so thrilling you know like yeah 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 actually if you think about it right there's pictures of all the six competitions on the walls in their room yeah yeah i saw that yeah but Mm, i think the i i i'm glad the series ended on a slightly positive note the final final scene where uh he saw that man out in the street like freezing to death and then the old man was betting at him I think no one will help him then eventually a person walked past and you thought they didn't help but then they came to get the police to help so yeah, yeah I guess the question the age old question now, are humans inherently good or evil so they, they kind of hinted at maybe people are good but yeah. I'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> you're going sure. very very big picture already like I don't know if anyone else had this but when I first saw this especially the scene where the rich people came in with the mask I got very Hunger Game vibes yeah so it's it's very much like rich people are gambling and treating poor people like toys and again I have a problem with this I have a problem with rich billionaires and exploitation of people you know basically using people for entertainment manipulating them uh, seeking out vulnerable people and playing them as if they're toys it is bad enough, but I do agree with you, Daniel, that this is kind of a representation of life, but in a different way. So to me, I see it as this is a way we see billionaires and the and capitalism and things like I, I don't want to say a certain a certain owner of a certain company, um, a very rich person who does not pay his employees well, wink wink. But <laughs> I feel like this kind of hints towards that idea of like uber wealthy people get to manipulate society or factions of society and because people are desperate enough because people are in this kind of situation where they almost have no choice yes they have a choice but is that actually a real choice you know what i mean and Mm. i think that to me is what i see in this movie and that is why i am pissed at it but i'm okay with the message that it sends out yeah, but like what Daniel said, right? Like the last part, um, you start to question like if humans are really good or evil. I think um, that's why this movie, they want to depict the reality of how um, the weak are weaker, the strong are stronger. But I think it's like the lens that you see through the world, right? If you wear a glasses that's green, you're going to see the world green. So I think it goes back to the person, um, what kind of perspective you have. But can you honestly argue that the old man or the guy that um, approaches all these poor people, can you honestly argue that those are good people? No. But then what no. about these people who gamble their life away? <laughs> I mean, how did they get into so much debt? Like gambling? We, we don't know. They show a few of their stories, right? The characters, not all of them. Mm-hmm. Daniel, what's your favorite character in the movie? And like, allow me to ruin them for you. It, it was <laughs> no, actually stop the, it. It was the old man at first. 
like when he died, I I legit oh no, you can't kill him. <laughs> but but when the review happened at the end, I I fell off my seat like oh, no, <laughs> and it all made sense like wow okay. Um, I actually think the girl was really sweet. The the actually both of them now. But but yeah lah. Uh, the way she the South Korean girl, I think. Uh, she, how happy go lucky she was. She seemed like such a a Chai girl. But yeah, at the end, she she really sacrificed herself for someone whom she felt had more to live for, who had not seen the world as much as her. Yeah, and it gave us a little hope. But okay, last question though. Would you guys survive this game? I mean, if not, you think you would die at which state? Like level, what, two, three? <laughs> the first game was uh, the red light, green light, where you yeah. kind of like turn around. The second one was, I think, the honeycomb? Yep, yep, yep. And then the third one was... Tug of War. Tug of War, and then followed by the marbles. I don't think I'll make, make it to marbles though. I would think probably Tug of War, I'm gone, or even... If I get the umbrella, I had to, I had to carve. I'm out. But the first one was so scary, really scary. Yeah, you are not prepared for it. Um, Honestly, I think I'll I'll die before I reach there because I'll die from like heart attack and shock because I cannot do go. Like you'll be the, right? the one who walk in the room. Who ran. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll be the, the one, one who ran. The first gunshot. <laughs> but I think Daniel got the got the persistence, like the heart, like oh. I can sense the aura. Like he's gonna be calm and collected. There was one game which I was imagining if I'm in it now, I think I'll just, you know, poop my pants and just die. The the one, the bridge one, yeah, because I'm rest Oh yeah. Heights. Oh my goodness. And yeah, yeah. Like cannot I cannot do things like, you know, cliff diving, bungee jumping, whatever. And this is like, you know you're gonna die. So I, I think I'll just jump off at the start. Lah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think we had a great discussion today. We had some pros and cons about the movie. Um, for me, I think uh, our listeners, you should definitely watch it. It's a COVID-free thrill. You just sit on your couch and you experience. And I think just to enjoy the set, um, the the music, the songs and the characters, I think overall it's a, it's a good movie. I'll rate it like a 9 out of 10. Daniel, how about you? How would you rate this show? I think, yeah, around there, 8 or 9 out of 10. I think this is one of the few films that, uh, you know, there's so much hype, but yet it lives up to it. Right. Wow, that's a good one. What about you, Sulin? For me, right, I would not recommend watching this movie because I don't like gore. So I'm going to leave you all with another recommendation. Lucifer Season 6 is out on Netflix. Please watch that instead. And with that, thank you, listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, go on Netflix, get a good Netflix account, watch either Squid Game or Lucifer, see what kind of person you are. Take care, stay safe, everyone, and have a great day ahead. Bye-bye now. Bye.